Welcome to Exploring Video Games, a weekly gaming podcast. I'm Citrus Seltzer, and today is Wednesday, August 21st, and this is episode 26, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Thanks for bearing with me while I took a break. Um, All my housing stuff is more or less figured out now, which is great. Um, So these last couple weeks, I have been playing The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt which is a 2015 horror game made by CD Projekt and based on the books by Andrzej Sapkowski. Um, It's on Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and I am playing on PlayStation 4. Uh, So I didn't do a good job packing my stuff up, and this was basically the only game I had at my disposal. I had some desktop games, but um, I spent a lot of time playing this. Um, I've played it through uh, four times, and it's okay. I wouldn't really recommend it, actually, right off the bat. Uh, So this was kind of an under-the-radar game at the time. It didn't really do that well. Uh, Since then, or in the last year or so, it's kind of gained more of an appreciation, which I don't really get. Um, I definitely think there are some, like, really cool parts to this game, but overall, I'm not into it. So this is a first-person horror game. Um, I have not played the first two Witchers. Uh, But the plot is explained through cutscenes. It's pretty easy to catch on. Basically, uh, there's like an interstellar shockwave from like an unknown source. Uh, It hits the Earth, um, or it hit the Earth, and it's been like messing stuff up ever since. It transmits blank matter, which like messes with all the environment. Uh, and, like, it's hard to survive on this earth, and, like, reality is crumbling around you. It's, like, a really cool premise, and I like a lot of the ideas behind this game, um, but I just thought it wasn't, like, executed well, and, like, more importantly, I just, like, didn't have a fun time playing it, which is the most important part of gaming, in my opinion. So the game starts, you're at the home base, it's very spare and creepy. Uh, A lot of the atmosphere of this game is very cool and effective. Um, It's a creepy feeling game. Um, Yeah, so like I said, the blank matter uh, messes a lot with the environment. Which is cool at first and cool like pretty much all around except that it gets so annoying to navigate around like it messes with like the game clock it messes with like how fast you can go and your navigation uh yeah the the map gets messed up all your perception stuff like your points are just all over the place Um, which, yeah, like, sounds like a cool idea. It's just super annoying. And also, 
You can get shielding, but you have to go through the WH store to get it, and you have to literally pay money for the shielding to prevent all this annoying stuff from happening in the game. And to me, that's just, that in itself is just, like, egregious and, like, makes me kind of hate the game. Um, if, if the shielding were, like, free and just, like, you had to work for it, that would be awesome and I think that would make it a much, I think that would make it, like, a very cool game and I think I would probably like it, but I'm not willing to pay for that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so this game is not good if you're a free player. If you're not, if you're not paying for this game and it costs, from what I'm seeing, it costs not an insignificant amount of money to keep upping your shielding. Um, there are a lot of cool surreal settings, which um, I liked a lot, but again, getting around them is so annoying that it's just, um, it makes the cool stuff, yeah, just is not worth it. So as the game goes on, the effects of the uh, space wave or the uh, interdimensional wave intensify. There's a lot of like monsters and forces that you have to fight. Uh, there's some cool like mutated animals, some very spooky shadow creatures. Um, also like as the game goes on, it's, like, harder to tell what's real and what isn't. Sometimes you'll be fighting something and then, like, it'll, a second later, it, like, won't have an effect on you, which is pretty cool. I like that sort of thing. Um, the psychedelic swamp level with all the, like, anthropomorphic trees is super cool. Definitely a highlight for me. Um, also that was like more in the, um, calm zone, so it was like you weren't too affected by the, uh, blank energy. Uh, oh, another highlight was the electric swamp creature. Uh, he was really cool and it definitely like adds a little bit of like fun and levity in a game that's pretty serious. Um, actually it could be more serious. This is, it, it's not lacking in levity. So yeah, I do have a lot of positive thoughts about this game, and I think I would have had a really fun time and like a solidly enjoyable gaming experience if um, the shielding was free. And I know everyone agrees with this, but it's like absolutely ridiculous and yeah, no good. Also, it kind of feels like there's like a lot of unrealized potential with some of the weird stuff they get into. I feel like this transmission can lend itself to so much weird stuff and there's really only like, I don't know, I could have used some like more wild mutated creatures to fight. Uh, the final section of this game is actually very awesome and um, I think is what a lot of people like when they talk about it. Um, I wish the whole game was, like, the little final bit. Um, oh, and spoilers here. Uh, so this last part is, like, the Hell World section, and it's, like, after you wake up the witch. 
Um, you're in like this nightmare version of your home base, which is like this crazy, terrifying cabin. Uh, the game clock completely stops. Uh, all your like, all you see out the windows is just like constant carnage and like horrifying imagery. Um, the like carnage drifts in through like the cracks in the side of the cabin and like if it touches you you can become it and it's like pretty easy to have that happen if you're not really careful so there's like a little bit of stealth in the end here which I also like um so all of that is crazy and then you're just like avoiding the witch's army of rats and like all of her spells and then eventually you fight her and you become her if you win. And then you like ascend beyond the blank transmission and there are like lots of cool visuals and sound effects and stuff. The end is like super sick and it makes me even less of a fan of the first part of it because I'm like, this could have been so cool. But yeah. Uh, so this is like a pretty long game. It takes me about 40 hours to finish it. Um, the plot is pretty loose and weird, which doesn't bother me at all. I kind of like that. But the gameplay um, is just terrible. And the like monetary aspect of this game just like fills me with resentment that like kind of just clouds the rest of my view of this game, which I think is appropriate. Um, so yeah, I do not recommend this game. Maybe if you can pirate it, um, I would play it that way, but I don't even, cause I know parts of it are online. I'm not even exactly sure how that would work, but yeah, cool, cool ideas, terrible, uh, execution. Um, I guess maybe go online and watch a video of the uh, Hell World part. That part is very cool just to watch. Um, okay, so next week I will be playing Bayonetta 2. I'm really excited to be playing uh, a new game. And um, I've heard great things about this. I have a couple of friends who really like this series. So I'm excited to see what they're talking about. Um, also, go to neveragainaction.com, uh, sign up there, give them your email address, and take some action if you can. You can reach me at exploringvideogames.aol.com. The website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com, and that is where I upload the screenshots. Uh, also, it would be awesome if you could rate or review the show on iTunes or wherever. That would be great. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next week. Peace. Peace.